Hi everyone, it's your host Mary here from Let Me Teach You That. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about decision making. Decision making is crucial because the decisions your children make will dictate the path that their lives take. They need to judge the risks and rewards of their decisions in the short and the long term. They also need to hone in on their decision making skills when the stakes are reasonably low. The red dress or the pink one? The crayons or the paints? World peace won't be resting on these dilemmas anytime soon, so childhood is the time when it's safe to make choices, try on personas, and even make mistakes. When they do this early, we get to know ourselves better, says Shannon Price, a family therapist in Seattle. So how can we cultivate this skill in our children? Barry Schwartz, a psychology professor who wrote the book, The Paradox of Choice, is an expert in the science of decision-making. He says the single most important thing that parents can do is cultivate in their kids that good enough is almost always good enough. We know that concept doesn't come easily for most parents. After all, I've never actually heard a parent say, I only want what's good enough for my kids. So how can we help our kids learn to be good decision makers? Maybe even better decision makers than we are. Well, we can start by making sure our expectations for them are developmentally appropriate and by making sure to offer multiple and variable exposures. Kids learn to make decisions by making lots of them. Parents can keep those choices manageable by limiting the selection. What do you want for lunch? Can turn into a long one hour conversation, which can often result in your child making choices for the wrong reasons. But for the littlest kids, choices, even a small list of them can be challenging. Asking a three-year-old, would you like a hot dog or the grilled cheese? Is not as simple as it sounds. Very young kids are building a language base. They have to figure out what word is appropriate, and at the same time, they're deciding what to eat. In other words, they're figuring out what mom is saying and how to best respond. They also need to know how to say it politely so mommy won't get mad. And remember, your child will always process the nonverbal data first, so make sure to take out the emotion and reactions before stepping in. For kids, modeling is everything. When you're buying a car, think out loud. Let your kids hear how you process and what goes on in your own decision-making. Once in a while, sit down and work through a decision with your child. Let's say she's having a party. How does she decide who to invite, where to have it, and what to eat? You can go through situations and teach your children what to consider, what's important, and what kinds of factors come into play when making a decision. Sometimes you can't give them choices. For example, let's say they're at the park and it's time to go home. They still have a decision to make. They can be happy or sad. Or you can offer the choice, would you like to walk while you hold my hand? Or would you like to walk by yourself as we head home? The more decisions you can let your child make, the better. But remember, there is a place for no. Healthy decision 
making requires parents to know that they are the ones in power. They provide the structure and their kids will learn better skills in the long run. So what if your child makes the wrong decision? What if he picked the blue sweater and now all of a sudden wants the green one? There is no perfect anything. The goal is learning how to accept the trade-offs. Figure out what was good about your choice. That's a huge component of learning how to make decisions and being satisfied with them. If we give in each time our kids change their minds, we're letting them run the show and undermining their ability to make their own decisions. That makes kids feel a lot less safe because they're the ones in control and that's scary for a kid. And if they're angry or disappointed with a decision they've made or just can't seem to make one at all, help them label their feelings. For example, you could say, hmm, it sounds like you're frustrated. This is how they get to know their emotional intelligence. So although we aren't expecting our little ones to make world-changing decisions, we do want to start creating opportunities at an early age to develop this essential life skill to be a confident and secure decision maker. Thanks for joining me today and don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on teaching those essential life skills.